Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas for $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Helix mattresses have been recommended by multiple leading chiropractors and doctors of sleep medicine as a go-to solution for improving your sleep. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? You can take the Helix sleep quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10-15 to year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash drink. That's helixsleep.com slash drink. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Buckets. Buckets. The document dunk. What? Oh, is that what it's called? From Eva. Oh, my God. The document dunk. Nothing but net. Oh, my. Uh, looks like it. we're getting an addition to the podcast studio, and it is it. an actual bucket dunk, a basketball document dunk document dunk for our for when we're done with our notes. A document. Can, uh, let's okay. create a competing product. Okay. All right. Welcome to episode 80. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> I speak it's like a parcel sl- tongue. I was going to say, it's like a snake came in. Welcome to episode. <laughs> I am... Harry Potter. Welcome to episode 83 of And That's Why We Drink. Yes. Um, Welcome. What are you doing? Uh, well, sitting here. Good start. Um, I forgot my pants were undone. And I, I just you forgot down, your pants. Kind of, I was like, oh no. Well, they're half. I just forgot that they were nearly taken You're just off. just disrobing. Yeah. Oh, that's my buddy. Oh, our friend is here. It's my chopper. I have Eva driving it in. Patreon. So. Thank you. <laughs> um how are things you know they're great um we are recording early this week that's right because christine likes to make things difficult that's what i do i just look at the calendar and say what will be the worst thing for em and eva (laughs) um i'm going to cincinnati tomorrow to finish wedding stuff finally is this like your last time there before you get married yes oh wow wish me luck enjoy that feeling i got my dress fitted the other day this is why i drink and the lady basically was like a third mother to me and not a nice one (laughs) and she was like you need to elongate your figure. Your hair style that you want to do at your wedding is way too harsh for your face. Your shoulders are too broad. You're going to need to break them up with something. And she said, oh, your hair too, is too thin. You need to look into extensions. I was like, Jesus. And also you have like 40 days. Oh, right. And she just like made me feel like shit. And then she goes, oh, that'll be $600. And I was like, I could have paid my stepmother half that. Yeah, exactly. To talk to me this way. Um, anyway, point being, I'm going home and I'm I'm in not great spirits, but I'm hoping going home and doing some final wedding stuff that's not about well, the, the way final that thing I is, look. The final thing is when you and I sit down and I figure out what I'm going to say when I marry you. Oh, yeah, I'm working on that. Oh. I will get that to you soon. I'm sorry. I'm no behind. Worries. I'm behind. I'm supposed to have I gotten mean, that to you already. I mean, you sound already. like you've got things taken care of. I mean... Ish. Ish. <laughs> yeah, I, I stopped It's myself. hard when you're not doing a religious ceremony because there's no, like, guidelines, really. You just kind of have to wing it, so... 
Um, I mean, do you have any requests currently that you would like to share with the audience of things that you want? Obviously, Gio walking down the aisle. Have we decided if I get to walk him down the aisle? No, just no. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Looking forward to the, the answer. Officiant. You're not walking down the aisle. I, I certainly could learn how to. All right. <laughs> Let's discuss this at another date. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, any news? Anything to, to remind Just the that, folks? Just like I'm a really ugly bride, apparently. Right. Well, we knew that. Yeah. So that's about it. Um, and also, that's it, I think. Is that it? Well, I have things. Oh, great. <clears throat> Go for it. We already sold out the November 8th Philadelphia show. In like a matter of hours, guys. Truly so fast. We're so happy and proud. So we have uh, a second one that's actually the day before. So yeah. November 7th, we're trying to get that one sold out as well. So please, if you're in the Philly area, please, please, please come to the show. We'll be there with Eva. We'll be there with Eva. We can't wait to see you guys. That's our selling point. Yeah, so, we'll be there. With, that's we're using Eva as our tool now, our marketing tool. Um, also, thank you to Georgia for a great article yeah, about us and the Odyssey. The Odyssey. Right? That, that was really sweet. It was very very nice. It was six reasons that you should start listening to us. And thank you for already listening to us. I read it and I was like, oh, I should check this out. So thank you, Georgia. Geo got a mention. Yeah, Geo was obviously a reason. <laughs> also, I liked how they said in the beginning you could tell that we weren't really friends, but then oh, um, I didn't really read that far into it. <laughs> uh, it was like one of the reasons was because we're best friends, and it was like you get to follow them through their entire friendship because you can tell that they oh, kind of don't really know each other in the beginning, and then they know each other too well, and, and it now, makes it everyone uncomfortable. Zero to sixty, um, and also they use that horrible photo of me with my eyes half closed. So anyway. thank you guys. Uh, thanks for the love and. Um, if you haven't yet, it would be super helpful. We've we've been getting some traction on iTunes. If you could leave us a rating review, that would be awesome. Um, you can't. A lot of people have asked. You can't rate on Spotify, so don't worry about that. But if you're on another podcast app, that would be really helpful to us. All right. But really, just thanks for listening, and we love you guys. All right. I feel and like we're rushing into this intro. Then. I don't know why. I'm, no, let's think about something to talk about. Well, so um, one thing that happened before we get into the stories is that we got a haunted doll and a horse yeah. or something um, in the mail. <laughs> yeah and someone mailed us a haunted doll and horse and they're very large and unsettling and they came in their own like wooden you mean box. they're perfectly fitting within oh, the home shit can they hear me i we're very scared eva felt a mild earthquake while we were recording ads and now i'm pretty sure the horse is galloping downstairs yeah well eva literally goes i i don't mean to scare you which always is gonna scare me whatever you're about to say <laughs> and she goes i just felt the couch like shaking while you guys were talking and obviously we were too self-absorbed to notice but <laughs> really couch... eva no 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 that did not happen and then he's like i don't know what it was and em was like the horse um <laughs> so apparently we're it was an earthquake but also we're haunted now we if you are a patreon member then you know that we have uh we open our gifts and do a whole video of it for all of our mail that comes in and mm -hmm. all of the goodies that you guys send us and one of the things that we got sent in the most recent video was a haunted duo of a girl and her horse in doll figure and they came in a crate with a bunch of children's stickers on it and it was quite terrifying quite terrifying and we got um a lengthy letter about how they potentially bring upset to a home yeah. and then and then a good luck at the end basically and then like here now you can have it yeah um so thanks for that stephanie i like, I like to um, think <laughs> stephanie stephanie thanks i a like lot. to think that we are this is the this first step into our own Zach Baggins museum. I love that parallel. So um, if you have your your haunted stuff. Yeah. Now we have a couple Robert the Doll replicas, but this is our first like real haunted doll. And so this is should be a really interesting experiment. And Blaze got home and was like, don't put it near me. I don't want to touch it. And I was like, interesting for a skeptic yeah. to be so <laughs> disturbed by this doll. Yeah. Um. But so 
who knows we'll keep you updated we don't know if walt enjoys them or not we'll see anyway that is that on that so thank you to everyone for the goodies especially the ones that did not haunt us that did Um, not come with demonic entities attached we will update you on further happenings with the horse also horse happenings horse sinnings nope i'm also posting the video soon i know i haven't put it up yet but it's going up um shortly so check patreon for that by the time this is out it'll be up okay all right i have a story great i can't wait can you imagine if i didn't that'd be embarrassing uh, you After just had a big piece time. of paper with nothing <laughs> I'd be on like, it. Listen, I'd really, really drop the ball Do you this know what time. I would do? I'd make you improv a whole story. Okay. What if that was your story, the doll? You were just like, no, I just told it. I mean, like the end. Wasn't it scary? <laughs> <laughs> You're living it. I do think that like one day I will like forget, but like, thank God I've had so many horrible like ghost things happen to me that like I could probably you could just, wing it. I could wing it. And I'm sure you could. I probably couldn't wing a murder story. Yeah, you could. I mean, with maybe, all the things that Renata's done, I could probably wing with a broom. <laughs> I could probably wing a true crime story. That's correct. <laughs> maybe not murder. You but. could just tell the story of your mother from childhood to present. Nineteen, yeah. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. If you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue, then get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online course. Start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash drink to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. It feels very fitting that Juniper is currently sitting on my lap uh, because we all want our cats to be healthy and happy because when they're happy, we're happy. But because we're not mind readers, we don't always know when they're unwell. And in my experience, cats are not the most, you know, open when it comes to sharing their woes. And there goes Junie. Literally jumped right off me. So helping us keep tabs on our cat's health is just one reason you should use Pretty Litter. Pretty Litter's ultra-absorbent crystals trap odor instantly. No more cat bathroom smell. Thank God. Pretty Litter's super light crystal base also minimizes mess and dust. Plus, the crystals last up to a month, which means less scooping and fewer trips to the garbage can for Blaze, because that's his job. Here's the coolest thing about Pretty Litter. It changes colors to help monitor early signs of potential illness in our cats, including urinary tract infections and kidney issues. And Pretty Litter ships free right to your door in a small, lightweight bag. Pretty Litter has changed the game. The litter box is right near Leona's room, and so it is very delightful to not have that litter smell all the time when she's taking a nap. Plus, we can rest easy knowing that Juniper and his little kidneys are healthy. Pretty Litter helps keep tabs on my cat's health and keeps odors down. You and your cat are going to love Pretty Litter as much as we do. Go to prettylitter.com slash ATWWD and use code ATWWD to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD to save 20%. prettylitter.com slash ATWWD, code ATWWD. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Okay, so this is, uh, this one I found by accident which i enjoyed because i did not see it coming and i was like stumbled upon it i stumbled upon it so this is in texas Mm -hmm. this is in denton county and it is called the goat man's bridge what and that sounds creepy here's what's up 
You ready for it? Uh-huh. So Ghost Adventures did an episode on it too. So <gasps> you know I watched it last Obviously. night. Obviously. And I'm it so was jealous that that's part of your research. <laughs> that I get to watch <laughs> Ghost Adventures. Yeah. I was doing my notes and when I do my notes, like Allison sometimes like wants to hang out and talk to me and I'm like, I really gotta do my notes. Like you gotta leave me alone. Get and, out. Get out. And well she'll sit next to me and like watch her own thing and I'll like be on my computer next to her. And I'm just like watching Ghost Adventures. <laughs> she's she's like, like, You're not working. She's like, Are you doing your notes? Um, but no, if you yeah, guys, mom, gosh, if you guys want to go check out that episode, by all means do it. It's quite dramatic. Um, of course it is. It was actually wildly dramatic at one point. Um, Zach Baggins called a river and evil artery. Oh, no, a, a stop it. Right. So, M stop it. I, a, can't, I can't deal with it. An artery of evil blood or something okay. like that. And it was a river. Did anyone see <laughs> the meme of Zach Baggins where it was like, fly landed on the table could this be the murdered spirit of the old man that used to live here and it's just like his face like splashing around because no, he does it very he goes could this be the evil <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like it's like he knows he's reading it from paper so he has to like accentuate but some he of the ha- words. like he has to enunciate every one of them do it a little slow in a deep voice in some weird pauses i mean maybe his glasses are hindering his vision could this be the evil murderer that once roamed this house in the artery of evil or whatever the oh the flowing artery of evil blood is what the river was called this time we need to spice up this podcast man we should i bet he just like goes on like thesaurus.com and just like (laughs) figures out (laughs) rhymezone.com but no in the episode i'll get to it i'll get to the story by the way but at one point someone has to like go off and like check out the river by themselves so they're in a boat no it's billy okay and he has to be in a boat by himself but he like that's me basically tells billy like good luck in this flowing artery of evil blood <laughs> and then pushes the boat out <laughs> see you later that's so fun he's so desperate to kill one of those people i think he just wants someone to die and then like talk to them through a ouija board can you imagine i feel like we haven't had this conversation yet but truly if something happens to me, like, you had better contact absolutely me. had this conversation okay back in those days we have when to have like a like a like a, a like code. A, a code word though oh god i feel like i want to do that but then i'm certain it'll jinx us one of us into dying i have one friend from college um her name is stephanie and i don't remember what it was but it was something incredibly r-rated and ridiculous like something that no it was like something sexual but like is very much like the code the like no ghost would just make if that shit up if you ever have anal then think of me and i will be there wow <laughs> no it was more like i don't get it what do you mean it's something x-rated like it was like some like key phrase like it was like some random com- oh, combination i thought of words. it was like an experience i was like this is very weird that this was like your- no, no no okay it was like like if you see porn on tv no that's also too much I just said like a phrase and not like a visual. Oh, well, like, you said an X-rated thing. So it was I'm like, like porn. Like basically the idea is that like if like her friend died, I think it was her brother. If her brother ever died, then she could like go to a psychic and like they wouldn't say like, oh, you're missing oh, your brother who oh, loves I you. See. I see. I see. She'd be like, no, that's not the fucking truth. Uh, like I'm waiting do for Do you think that the psychic would actually say something X-rated if it came into their brain? I feel like they'd be like, this is off limits. Yeah, but if she's really talking to something, I would imagine that like the spirit is being like, trust me, this needs to be said. I don't know. Let's just, we'll talk about okay, it. Okay, we'll discuss it. I'm just really curious. But yeah, we'll come up with something. Can, we, can it not be X-rated though? Why would it be? I don't, I don't care. Ooh. I'm making M mad now, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Um. Okay, that's fascinating. Yeah, we'll come up with one. Okay. So you talk to you uh, Sorry, through, I'm just through, the, through the spirit curtain what's wrong with you i don't know i'm not drinking today so i'm i think that's the uh, main issue okay so miserable anyway okay so the goat man's bridge is from denton county texas and the land where the goat man's bridge is is from an original town 
the original town of Alton, okay, which no longer exists, but for people to have a reference, it's near the present town Corinth. Okay. So it's near Corinth, Texas. Um, the Goatman's Bridge was also known as the Old Alton Bridge, and it connects Denton and Copper Canyon cities. Okay. In 1988, it became a national registry, or it was nationally registered for as a historic place. Got it. And the old Alton Bridge slash the Goatman's Bridge was used until 2001 when cars moved to a new concrete and steel bridge. So the bridge isn't used by cars anymore, but it's still used by hikers. And it's still sometimes used to drive on when, like, it's kind of like in, like where teenagers would, like, dare each other to do oh, shit. Oh, sure. Um, That's safe. I mean, I can't say I did anything smarter when I was I a teenager. Mean, I'm not surprised. Um, so there are alleged sightings of a ghost-like apparition with a goat head haunting the Ew, area. That sounds demonic. And some of the locals have claimed to see glowing eyes staring at them on the bridge. Okay. Um, others have claimed to hear splashing in the creek directly below, followed by unsettling laughter. Oh, God. So Alton used to be the town that no longer exists. It was a neighborhood that once it was like at its highest it had a blacksmith shop it had three stores a school a saloon a hotel two doctors oh my big big dreams there competing and hickory creek baptist church oh that's pleasant and quaint so by the 1850s apparently the water quality was so poor that the townspeople were getting sick Uh oh and the town had at this point the town only had one doctor that lived very far away so like there was basically no doctor in town oh so people were just getting sick and dying left and right because the water was bad. So it forced the town to move. And basically all that's left now is Hickory Creek Baptist Church. Oh, it creepy. still sits there. And Alton Cemetery, which has graves as old as uh, 1852. Creepy. Um, and so as of 1859, Alton was like no longer an established town it had been like abandoned sure also all i think of is alton brown i think it, i've been thinking about him the whole time Glad um, it's not just me oh yo yo where was i so in 1884 the bridge was uh the bridge the Goatman's bridge in 1884 this was like 30 years after the town was abandoned mm -hmm. so now the bridge is being built over hickory creek on copper canyon road and it was originally called the argyle bridge okay. and then it just slowly became the old Alton Bridge, and now it's the Goatman's Bridge. So it's had a lot of identities. It's a natural progression. Okay, so that was in the 1880s, and now we're in the 1930s, and things are about to get really dark. Uh-oh. And I'm very aware that it's not funny, and we're not going to make jokes of it. I just... Trigger warnings. It has to do with the KKK. Um, so there was a black man in 1938 that lived in the area named Oscar Washburn. I don't like this. And... Already? His name's Oscar. That's all you've heard so far. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. literally just said it has to do with the KKK. Yeah, it's so, going to get better. No, I don't like Just it. be prepared. Okay. Oscar lived near the bridge, and he was a goat herder, hence mm. goats. Um, he was a member of the town nearby, because no one really lived in that area anymore, but right. he lived across the bridge, and in the town that he surrounded himself with, everyone knew him as super friendly and happy, and he got nicknamed the Goat Man because he was a goat herder. Sure. Um... For folks to find his farm, he had a sign hanging from the bridge to his house. So, like, he had to cross the bridge to get to his house. And it said, this way to the Goatmans. So, the KKK, the original movement, which is something I sh have to now, like, shittily say, that there's several movements sure. in existence. The original movement was um, near this time, and the KKK was pretty big in the area. 
um, and they passed through the town and had heard of him oh, God. and found the sign to his house. And one night they went to his house, dragged him out of his house, beat him up, tied a noose around his neck, and they tried to throw him over the bridge and lynch him. Oh, my God. Um, they s- said that they tightened the noose as tight as they could and swung him over the side. And then they went down to the water's edge to confirm his death. However, they saw that the noose was empty. <gasps> what? So they could not find his body. And also this was over a bridge of water. So they should have heard a splash or something like that. But the water was undisturbed, totally flat and silent. Um, so they have no idea where he went. What he couldn't have just... Fuck? It was so tight that he couldn't have cut himself out or pulled himself out. But also he didn't land in water. Because they would have seen like footsteps somewhere. Or... So they just don't know where he is. They still have never found his body. What? So they were pissed off that he escaped, or they he presumably escaped, and they went back to his house and set it on fire, Ugh. and because it was on fire, his family ran out of the <gasps> house, and one by one, they oh my slaughtered God, them. Oh my God, I didn't know he had a family too. Oh, fuck. So his wife and kids got killed. Oh, God. Okay. So um, another version of the story, um, so that was in the 1930s, another version is basically the same in the 1860s, not the 1930s. Mm. But in the 1860s, after Alton is abandoned, like mm-hmm. relatively soon after Alton's abandoned, cowboys from Copper Canyon, the town nearby, chased down a slave goat herder named Jack Kendall. It's said that they lynched him from a tree near where the bridge now stands, which is why now the bridge would be haunted. And oh. here's the wild part of this, though. And it's pretty common that this is just an urban legend this yeah, part so it's about to it's about to get wild and you're going to see why this version is an urban legend okay so they supposedly lynched him from a tree near the bridge or where the bridge now stands and somehow in the process they decided that they would also decapitate him <gasps> so in this story his head is separated from his body and somehow through dark magic the headless body climbs out of the water um, walks over to a nearby goat, rips its head off with Whoa. the body's bare hands, and then places the goat's head on his neck to replace his own head. Can't imagine why that would be an urban legend. Right. Like, <laughs> so that is wild. High chance that that didn't happen. <laughs> um, but so those are the two versions of what possibly happened. The more wild rogue one is sure. Jack Kendall. The original one is um, Oscar Washburn. Okay. So, yes, horribly sad, horribly dark, um, but there are several accounts, um, particularly a book called Ghosts of Denton, that says that through years of research and looking through census records and historical backgrounds, no one by the name of Oscar Washburn ever lived in the area, and there's no record of a lynching in Denton in 1938. There's also no historical records of Jack Kendall. So, hopefully, none of that happened. Right, 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 right. Um, Records say that none of it happened. Okay. But then there's also, like rebuttals that like in the 1930s like no one was keeping track was, like, of recording like, the lynching in a small right. town necessarily right yeah. okay um, and also they could have just done it and not recorded it exactly you know? exactly so who knows but that's the sad background and now we can move on to the ghosts so uh, i mean i'm ready for some we're ghosts. out of we're out of the dark hole let's do it okay so since then it has obviously become a hot spot for people to perform dark rituals and seances mm-hmm. and there have been many instances where and this is all true there have been many instances where animal sacrifices were performed here. Oh, God. And the bridge has been set on fire many times. Um, the thought is because a lot of the people going in there to perform dark magic are trying to set the actual portal to hell on fire. Um, people have also visited the forest um, 
or people visit people have also visited this place um people visiting the forest have noticed evidence of animals that have died unnaturally not by another animal oh so they're finding animals that like just don't have their skin or like animals that are like their throat is slit like it's like clear that it's not done in abnormal yeah so also more proof of specific rituals and seances and all that happening is that in 1977, there was a little girl that disappeared near the bridge and police searched for her and found several people in the woods dead. They didn't find her, but they found several ah. people dead in the woods near ritual sites. Oh, God. And one of the dead women was holding uh, the same teddy bear that the, <gasps> the missing girl was reported having when she went missing. Oh, my God. So they say that. They maybe tried to lure the girl in, like took her bear and then tried to lure her in. Oh, my God. Or maybe they could have the woman and her could have both been abducted and involved in sacrifices or like they never found the girl's body, but they found the bear and then they found like a whole pile of people dead. So they didn't find the girl. Oh, no. Creepy. Um, Police have confirmed that rituals are still being done in the forest and many uh, officers have witnessed people in robes around fires in different parts of the deep, deep woods. I'm more scared of them than like the actual goat, Me too. goat it's man like, or whatever. What if you're like alone by yourself wandering the woods? Like they're going to fucking hurt you. How terrifying to see a bunch of people in robes like around, sacrificing Because also like for all you know, maybe they didn't even want to hurt you. But now you've witnessed that shit. Like maybe they're. Like, you're not well, safe. sure, yeah. <laughs> not That's safe. not the people you want to run into in the dark. So, um, there have also been sections of the forest of uh, with trees with baby dolls hanging from them. Cute. So, great. Uh, and many think that this is a hot spot for paranormal activity because a lot of people claim that on this bridge, they see a man-goat hybrid on the bridge at night. So, some psychics have said that it isn't a goat. Guys, get ready. Where if you were still feeling kind of dark about the history of this story, you're about to laugh really hard. <laughs> oh, God. Um, some psychics have said that this isn't a goat man, but it's actually a satyr, which mm-hmm. the definition is a male spirit with ears and tail, much like a horse, as well as a permanent and exaggerated erection. <laughs> also, not something you want to run into in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a thousand percent. Um, some psychics have said that, oh, uh, yeah, that it ha- it's a demon with a fucking boner. Um, well, I did not. I remember I learned about that in sixth grade mythology class. I'm glad they didn't add the erection. Okay, but if you Google a picture of it, it literally oh, no. has a heart on. I know, but I just remember them not mentioning it. And I was like, that's probably for the best. <laughs> um, others think that the goat man might be um, Oscar Washburn looking for his family oh. or getting vengeance on slave owners and clansmen, which like I'm down for. If you're a ghost... And you have reason and, for vengeance? And you're going to hurt the KKK? Sure. I mean, why not? Sure. I don't even through. care how big your boner is. Just oh God. Just do what you have to I'll do. I'll set a hell portal on fire if that's what, you're, <laughs> if that's what you need. Um, so the goat man is said to haunt the forest, the river, and the bridge, especially on Halloween. So um, like oh. town legend with like all the teenagers and everything, like the sure. thing that spooks them, is if you knock on the bridge three times at midnight, or if you turn off your car lights and honk three times, or if you try to cross the bridge with your headlights off, then you will smell rotten flesh, and then you will see the goat man's eyes staring at you from the other side of the bridge. People also say that they have felt hooves run across the bridge at their car. Oh. And the car door locks, and or the car door locks will lock and unlock themselves on their own. No. Some people have gotten out of their car and went back to their car locking them out. No, oh, that's a nightmare. Or their car will break down on the bridge. 
Some people have also heard aggressive knocks on their car from the outside oh. of it, like the goat man is knocking back. Oh. Uh, during the day, many people have seen uh, a see-through man herding goats across the bridge, which is just kind of adorable. Oh, Oscar. And there have been reports of glowing eyes and snarls behind you and a feeling of electricity in the air hitting you all at once. Ugh. So that's got to not feel good. Mm-mm. Um, there are glowing balls of light that will not disappear. They will just glow and remain there, which is weird because usually if you see like a glowing light, you double take and you're like, oh, did I see that? Was I mistaken? But this like intentionally wants you to see it. It'll stay there knowing that you're confused. Um, That's just rude. People have also heard the um, hoofs of something running on the rocks under the bridge. And they have also heard and seen water splashing like someone ran through the river. And then they will not only hear maniacal laughter, but they will hear wolves, growls, and snarls in the laughter. In laughter? Oh, God, no. no. in the laughter. Oh, God, no, no, no. Um, There have also been reports of orbs, voices screaming at you, and obviously apparitions of goats. Right. Obviously. I like that. The apparitions of goats is That's fun. like the nicest thing I've heard this whole time. They're ghost goats. Um, <laughs> goat, they're goats. Goats. Goat, ghosts. Goats. Goats. Yes. Goats. Okay. Yep. You guys get it, right? Mm-hmm. Nailed it. Um, someone sent us a picture of a, a ghost just like a, a goat just like a ghost. Or a ghost just like a goat. Either someone way. did send us that? Someone should. Oh, 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 I thought you said someone did. I was like, give me that right now. <laughs> um, many people swear that they've seen a goat-headed man pacing in the woods, staring at them. Um, there mm. have also been video streams that have caught footage of people chanting around you, but you can't hear it in real time. What? Yep. Video? Yeah, like you, can, like you can hear it in the audio of the video. Oh, but you don't see the people. No, you don't just, like, see a a swarm of people chanting. that is wild But, like, that is proof. If you were a skeptic, watch that. No, that does not exist. Um, People have also temporarily gone blind and deaf in the forest. Okay. And they can see and hear their vision and hearing going. Like, they'll announce it ahead of time. Like, I'm blacking out and now I can't see. People have lit large fires. This actually happened in um, Ghost Adventures, which was pretty cool. Um, They have lit large fires that will entirely extinguish themselves in like a matter of a second and then reignite seconds later ew it's like big enough that it shouldn't it shouldn't even be fizzling out it's like on off on like like a a light switch trick candle yeah several investigators uh will all i mean anyone who goes and investigates they'll obviously bring like the evp or emf and spirit boxes and all that Mm. and a lot of people have gotten evps and responses through the spirit box of someone named steve so I don't know how that name fits into this. <laughs> Steve's like, I'm lost. But like Steve, like apparently that name is like graffitied all over the walls in the Ew. area. And like people have like carved his name into the bridge. Ew. And like anyone who gets any activity and can actually communicate with anything there, they always get the name Steve and no one knows why. It's like the least threatening name, though. Some people suspect, though, that Steve is the name of the guy that actually swung Oscar over the bridge. Oh, God. So which would be a pretty evil man. A mofo. So obviously, like that would make sense why he's covered in dark energy. Um, there's ominous humming. It's not like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like something horrible. You were just singing the wedding march, weren't you? Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, that was happy birthday. Mm, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this wherever, is a fun game. Wherever my mind took me. Name that dark tune. Um, imagine if like you got an EVP back and it was just humming happy birthday to you. No, what the fuck? That is so creepy. Uh, shadows will come flying at people trying to knock them down. Like you'll see like something hit you. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, some even say that they see an apparition of a satyr at the edge of the bridge carrying the heads of goats and humans in its arms. Oh. So, like, what's scarier, the the massive peen or, like, yeah. the goat heads and human he- Like, it's all bad. It's all so bad. All of it needs to go away. And the combination is just all of it needs exponentially terrible. The goat man is also known to scratch visitors and throw rocks at them. And mm-hmm. it isn't common, but there have been stories of people being possessed attacked or picked up and thrown across the bridge so one investigator was on the bridge and heard a demonic voice scream get off the bridge like scream it at her um or him and then he his friend did leave the bridge like heard that and said you got it i'm off the bridge (laughs) but the other investigator said i'm not leaving and then ended up getting dragged by his legs backwards down the bridge and then thrown into the water by invisible hands oh my god Uh, This happened to another pair of investigators. Um, One of them said, I'm not leaving until you talk to us. And the bridge started rattling on its own. And that person got picked up and thrown onto the ground from several feet in the air and was witnessed by the second of the pair. Many claim that you can feel something staring at you from the forest and it tries to intimidate you into leaving. And some investigators have seen something from the corner of their eye. And when they look back, they find a goat face staring at them. (laughs) Just the scariest. And this is like in the middle of the night, too. This is never like at 9 a.m. Well, and we were talking about goats the other day and with Eva and Allison was saying that ghosts have goats have square pupils, which is like makes it so much creepier. Yeah. Like glowing square pupils. Oh, wow. You're right. Little rectangles. Yuck. So during one investigation lockdown, a woman sat down on a bench near the bridge by herself and she could feel someone standing behind her. So she took a picture of herself, like took a selfie. And then when she <laughs> like it, explain it, <laughs> like obviously I get like she wanted a picture of the thing behind her. I see. But I liked her plan of like, oh, I'll just take a selfie and pretend nothing's there. Right. So she took a picture and in the picture was a man in a dark cloak what? standing there. What? No, thank you. Um, she also took a picture of the uh, the ground and you can see the silhouette of the cloaked man standing on the ground. Um, she then got a burning feeling on her wrist, which went up her arm and there were three long scratches into her arm. Ugh. Another investigator felt the same burning on her back when she thought that she had gotten bit by a bug. And when she lifted her shirt, there were three long claw marks across her back. The claw marks are, they're always in threes too, which is like the Trinity, like mocking the Trinity. Whoa. That's, that's, that's like one of the theories is oh, that like, it's like, always, it's, oh, I just that, turned it into Zach Baggins. <laughs> yeah, it did. It actually, I think Zach actually said that on the show. Maybe that's where I got it from. But like, it is, it is known that like, if there's three, Could this represent the Trinity, <laughs> the father, son, and the Holy spirit. Well, no, like if you do ever see three, that's yeah. usually why it's three claws. Cause yeah. it's supposed to be like a fucking, right, right. like the demon, right? Or the devil mocking the Trinity. That, that is so creepy. <laughs> the mocking. So after she was scratched, her whole personality shifted. Apparently, she became, like, really pissed off, and she had visions of killing everybody next to her. What? And she says that she had... Uh, she said after the fact. Oh. Uh, she's not just, like, having an interview. Like, did they put her somewhere <laughs> safe? Um, she just remembers having these feelings, and she uh. remembers independently having a vision of each person and how she was going to kill them with her bare hands. I hope she didn't tell them those. I hope not either. Um... The demon seemed to have uh, the demon that did this to both of the girls, like burning them and scratching them, seems to have this exact same effect on all women. Apparently, any female investigator that has gone in um, loses control of their thoughts and feelings. Many have gone home and have been uh, like it's like attached to them or leech themselves to them. Oh, and they'll like attack their families. Like there have been women who like don't have a history of like 
hurting their families. But then they'll say, like, I went home that night and I like hit my husband and I've never hit my husband. I've never hit my child. But like, I just like was not in control. I don't even remember doing it. What the fuck? And um, this is the first place where I'm like, I'm not going to this place ever. Yeah. You can't pay me. Um, And then apparently like you can just tell that something's wrong. Like they're completely jaded. All of the movements are kind of choppy and short. And like they look at you really irritated. Like if you say one thing, I'm going to kill you. Like like they're possessed. Yeah. Like like they're like mildly possessed. And if you stay there long enough, it'll start to attach to you. On Ghost Adventures, this actually happened to uh, the photographer who's actually Aaron's wife. Right. Oh, actually. Uber driver just told me about this. Oh, really? But he didn't mention where it was, but he met, he talked about it. Oh, yeah. So this Aaron, happened. Right, right, right. This happened to Ashley, who is the photographer, and she's been the photographer on the show for like thirteen years, like I since the beginning that. of the show. And she was attacked by this demon. Zach was in the middle of interviewing someone else, and then off camera, he's like, "What's going on with her?" And you can tell she's like really fucked up. She's not acting. I don't know what her like day to day is like, but she didn't seem like a normal person. Like she was like yeah acting off. She started crying for no reason. Then she get really angry, and then she like stared like at zach like she was truly going to kill him like in a face that i mean i know that like he's usually really dramatic and like i don't want to like fall for the stories on ghost adventures but looking at it if someone looked at me the way that she looked at him i would have been sure that they were going to kill me um she later said that like she had visions of trying to hurt him and she wasn't around during the um during other times where like interviews had suggested that that's what women think and all that like or what how women are affected right so on her own, she was like, I had like a very specific vision of hurting you. So her personality changed off camera and then she clearly looked upset. She became silent and angry, admitted to wanting to hurt Zach. And later she said that she felt immense anxiety, anger, and was barely in control of herself. And the only part of her that was in control kept her from actually hurting anyone. Um, later she did, uh, come back on the show, like in that episode and said that she wanted to confront the demon and she wanted to go into the forest by herself. Oh, great. And talk to this thing. And you don't think the producers were like, go into the, say you want to go in the forest by yourself. Yeah, no, she, but you could tell like she had said on the show, like she was like, I want to confront this thing because nothing's ever actually affected me in the 13 Mm. years on the show. And so she goes in and also, of course, Zach is like, Ashley is officially the bravest oh, woman I've sake. ever met. Which, like, true. I would not fucking do that. I don't think you would do that. It's well, like, hell no. I guess she's relatively braver than anyone I know. Or dumb. But the way that he said it, it was just funny. Um. Okay, so she goes into the forest. She tries to confront this thing. She literally falls to the ground. And then they like the camera runs over to her face. And she's got this massive red like smack mark on her face where a rock hit her. What? Like, I don't know where, like, a rock hit her in midair, and then she, like, hit the ground, and she had this giant welt on her face. And her personality was affected again, and apparently after filming, it attached to her and followed her home, and it never officially went away, and she still has, like, tendencies. And after 13 seasons of the show, she had to quit. Yeah, and Aaron left, too, I think. Yeah. Is what I heard. I don't know about Aaron, but I know that, like, it fucked her up so bad that she stopped working for that. Yeah, because the Uber driver guy was like, yeah, Aaron ended up leaving, even though he was, like, with Zach for that whole time, because she was so like messed up that he left wild too. i don't know if that's true or not but that's what my uber driver told me so well energy so it affects women that way but it affects everyone and that energy will also transfer from person to person so one person can like black out and hallucinate and then all of a sudden come to and be totally fine and not even realize they were being weird and another person's acting weird oh great so, so it like just moves around just moves around 
Um, the energy will also change levels. So some people will like experience like a high and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden within seconds they're drained and like can't even stand because they're so exhausted. Shit. And investigators have gotten into fights and attacked each other, not realizing what they were doing. And many have also felt like they were being strangled. This happened in Ghost Adventures to Zach. He, if it was not real, it was incredibly dramatic. And he like screamed and cried, like cried, like he was being strangled and couldn't stop for him. Like, I mean, like he couldn't prevent it. Like he looked like he thought he was dying. And then the Ghost Adventures team during all this asked who was near them and the spirit box picked up the name steve <gasps> steve and that's all i got steve the fuck that is bananas i did not know all that shit yes uh, worth the watch i think i just think that's the first place you've said where i'm like why on earth would anyone go there like yes. there's somewhere i'm like i get the appeal like spooky stuff happens but like when it's like attaching to people that's yeah too much nothing for me um so anyway that was Goatman's bridge how spooky Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. I know I've talked about it before, but we received the most lovely gift basket from Funlove. First of all, I didn't know what it was at first, and then when I pulled out a vibrator, I thought, oh boy, this is not your everyday fruit basket. There was everything I'm telling you from sexy perfumes to toys to vibrators to lube. I mean, I gotta say, it's like a one-stop shop, okay? If you go to funlove.com and you're looking for maybe a romantic evening, either with a loved one or with yourself, they've got what you're looking for, I can promise you. So what are you waiting for? Explore, discover, indulge, and make love fun by visiting funlove.com. And if you live in Arizona or Colorado, check out one of their 18 store locations. Hey, maybe I'll stop by when I'm in town. And for a limited time, you can save 30% off your first order when you use the code DRINK at funlove.com. Head to funlove.com today and use code DRINK at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today. You know when you've got the holidays, the new year, and then all of a sudden it's sort of back to the grind? Especially if you run a small business, it can be really hard to get back into the swing of things, but Stamps.com is here to make that a little bit easier for you. Stamps.com streamlines all your mailing and shipping to turbocharge your operational efficiencies. For 25 years now, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses, whether they're mailing out checks, invoices, legal documents, books, podcast branded koozies, maybe that's just us, or anything else. Get access to the USPS and UPS mailing services you need to run your business right from your computer anytime, day or night. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. And with rates you can't find anywhere else, like up to, get this, 89% off USPS and UPS, how could you go wrong? We have loved Stamps.com for years, not quite 25, but since we started the podcast, which was 2017, and we could not get by without it. I remember there were days where we didn't have Stamps.com, those I call the dark ages, and I was hand shipping everything and driving it on my lunch break to the post office. It was all very hectic. Stamps.com, I do it straight from my house, and it makes my life a trillion times easier. Keep your mailing and shipping moving at the speed of your business with Stamps.com. Sign up with promo code DRINK for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code DRINK. So, my topic this week. We got an email recently, as you know, from Allison's older brother, Andy. Yes. And he emailed us, and 
I was very excited because I haven't seen him in many years, but um, he and his girlfriend really liked the show, which was very exciting to me. And um, he's like, don't tell us. And I emailed you, but she knew. So I guess you told her. Well, I like I screenshot it immediately and sent oh, it to her. <laughs> okay. Well, too late. Sorry, Andy. Allison already knows, but blame, blame M, not me. So in his email, his very sweet email. So he and Allison uh, are from South Carolina. And let me triangulate their location real quick. Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> South Carolina is all I'm going to give Somewhere in South Carolina. Go. <laughs> Go find it. No, don't. Um, so he, in his very kind email, suggested we cover Donald Henry Pee Wee Gaskins Jr. Okay. Do you know this story? Nope. Oh, boy. It's a, a wild trip. Yes. A wild and disturbing trip. So um, thank you for the suggestion, Andy. I'm sure a lot of people have suggested it, too, but I'm just... Andy has a nepotism special place in our hearts. (laughs) It is nepotism. (laughs) Sorry, y'all. And I also got a lot of this, got some information from one of my new fave podcasts, uh, which I always see related to ours on iTunes and I've never actually listened to until now. It's called All Killa No Filla. Oh, I have heard of them too. They're good. Hilarious. They're like so funny. They're both comedians. Nice. And they're just really funny. And it's a lot of filla, as they say. Like they're like... (laughs) It's kind of like us. So, which is what I love. And I'm like, if you guys are, are the ones who complain that we go on too many rants, like, don't listen to that. <laughs> don't listen to them. But, like, if you do, like, the, um, not rants, like, the tangents, they are just the funniest and the best. So, check them out. Um, and then also crimemuseum.org was really helpful. So, this is a story of Donald Henry Pee Wee Gaskins Jr. He was born on March 13th, 1933 in Florence County, South Carolina, to a woman named Yulia Parrott. Um, growing up, he was, okay, I also want to just, like, give you guys a heads up that this is a really fucked up story. So, it's grim. It's dark and it's grim. Just heads up. Um, growing up, he was small for his age, so he gained the nickname Pee-wee. He was about, he grew up to be about five foot four, and he was unfortunately neglected from an early age. When he was a year old, he drank an entire bottle of kerosene, which caused him to have convulsions until he was three. And, in fact, his mother paid so little attention to him that he didn't learn his real name until he was 13. Oh, my God. Yeah. He thought his name was just Pee-wee. Wow. So, around that age, um, around—actually, he was 11, um, he quit school and began working on cars at a local garage where he met two boys named Danny and Marsh. The three of them had a lot in common. They had both left school early. 11's really young, by the way. That's like— That's sixth grade. Yeah. I mean, I guess this was the 40s, but still— um, where he met two boys named Danny Marsh. They had a lot in common, so they teamed up and formed what they called the Trouble Trio. Okay, well, trouble indeed. Trouble indeed. They would burglarize homes, pick up sex workers, and sometimes... At 11? Ra- yeah. Oh, my God. And sometimes rape younger boys. Oh. Threatening them so they wouldn't go to the police. After some time terrorizing the town, the trio was caught... This is just terrible. Um, gang raping Marsh's little sister. <gasps> so they were caught by their parents... And as punishment, the parents uh, tied the boys up and beat them to pulps. Okay, well, fair. Didn't notify authorities, didn't do anything beyond beating them up. Okay, maybe not entirely fair. Beating them up and saying, okay, they got what they deserved. The poor little girl, like, probably never got any sort of... Right, yeah. Just fucked up. So Danny and Marsh left the area after that, but Gaskin stayed in town and continued his criminal activities. In 1946, when Gaskins was 13... He burglarized the home of a girl he knew, and she caught him in the act, and she had an axe, so she came at him with an axe, but he managed to get the axe away from her and hit her in the head and the arm, and then fled the scene. But she survived and was able to notify authorities, so Gaskins was arrested and convicted for assault with a deadly weapon and intent to kill. 
And during the court proceedings, so he was 13 at this point, is when he heard his name, Donald, for the first time. Gotcha. And at the time, he didn't even know that was his name. So he was sent to this after this, he was sent to the South Carolina Industrial School for Boys until he turned 18. Okay. Uh, at the school, it was like a reform school. And at the reform school, Gaskins was almost immediately attacked and raped due to his small stature. Um, it basically sounds like prison. Right. Like he was not big enough to defend himself, so he was targeted. Right. He spent his time either accepting protection from what they called the boss boy, which just makes me think of boss baby, so I can't really take it very <laughs> seriously, um, in exchange for sex or attempting to escape. Eventually, he escaped from the reform school and joined a traveling carnival where he marries a 13-year-old girl. Okay. And how old is he? Um, I think like 15 or 16. Okay. I don't know. That can't be like legally binding. I mean, it's not great. I mean, they're in a carnival. Like, is that even... I don't know. Do they the... have their own laws? Probably. <laughs> so he marries this girl. And then he decides to return to the reform school rather than like continue with his wife in the circus. What? I don't know. So he goes back to this reform school where he's he was... like, oh, this girl's worse than basically prison. It must prison. be. It must be. So he returns to the reform school to finish out his sentence at the, at the reform school. Um, he released, was released when he was 18 and he began working on a tobacco farm where he got involved in insurance fraud. He worked with a partner and he would collaborate with local tobacco far farmers to burn their barns down for a fee oh. so that they would get insurance money from it. And, um, that's probably the least terrible thing he does in this whole story, by the way. Great. Uh, so people started to wonder about his involvement with the barn fires because he just kind of happened to be there every time one of these barns just accidentally caught on fire. Um, and then his employer's daughter questioned him about the barn fire, so he panicked. Uh-oh. And um, split her skull with a hatchet. Oh, uh-oh. Yes. Uh, so that was not a great reaction. So he received a five-year sentence in prison for assault with a deadly weapon and attempted murder. And in prison, Gaskins... Oh, so sorry. She survived too, I guess. Oh, wow. Attempted murder. Okay. So he split her head with an axe and she survived. At least he's not, like, killing anyone yet. I guess. I mean, he's certainly trying. Yeah, he's trying. At least everyone's living. So far. Um, while in prison, Gaskins commits his first murder. What a good segue. Okay, never what mind. A good, what a good segue. Never. Oh. <laughs> ah. <laughs> <laughs> while in prison, Gaskins commits his first murder in an attempt to become a power man. A what? I've never heard of these terms before. Is this a South Carolina thing? First there was boss boy. Now there's power man. They sound like basically the same thing a yeah. boss boy and a power man in the all killer no Those, like, podcast they were like they sound like the worst superhero names it sounds like a like a pokemon evolution yeah like, from boss boy to power man you do like the evolution where yeah like, yeah <laughs> so apparently the way to get there though is not by uh evolving evolving it's by uh, murdering evolving. <laughs> murdering someone so um power men oh here's the definition if you were wondering okay are the most brutal and feared inmates even though they have the lamest name of all time Mm -hmm. um so gaskin said he wanted to be a power man so what he did was he killed one of his fellow inmates and i believe he slashed his throat with mm. the razor i think i'm not positive but he killed him and he was found guilty of manslaughter not oh. not murder hmm. he the guy was sleeping basically and he just walked right up and murdered him okay so murder so murder but he was found guilty of manslaughter and sentenced to six months of solitary confinement Okay. But he accomplished his goal of becoming a power man, so he was happy. So he had a more enjoyable time in prison with his new status. Um, in 1955, his wife, by the way, they're still married, oh. <laughs> filed for divorce, which I guess means maybe it was legitimate. I maybe. don't know. 
uh so it's also good for her for getting out of there eventually eventually <laughs> eventually his wife files for divorce um gaskins flips out and escapes from prison uh steals a car and drives to florida where he joins another carnival i don't know what that was supposed to accomplish but i mean it sounds like the first carnival was pretty bad for him yeah, to that's true leave it and now he's just joining a second one yeah but i just i'm like he his wife files for divorce so he freaks out and then joins another carnival i'm like i don't really... I like how that's his reaction when his wife asks yeah. for a divorce he's like oh I'm I, thought, go to the carnival. I thought it was like i'm gonna escape and like murder you or like hit right. you with a hatchet but it was like no he just like, drives... i'm gonna give the clowns a second chance yeah the floridian t- this time the Flor- yeah, yeah. floridian clowns might they might do redeem themselves so um shortly thereafter he remarries but the second marriage only lasts two weeks so scooch that under the rug <laughs> then he became involved with a woman named benny gates betty gates betty, uh, gates betty gates and she was a carnival worker again so he just has a thing for these carnival workers and the two drive to tennessee to bail out gates's brother so betty's brother okay so she betty doesn't sound like like top of her class either. yeah exactly she's like i need your help to bail out my brother right <laughs> he's like done he's like on it so they drive to tennessee but when gaskins uh he brings the bail money and a pack of cigarettes to the jail and when he gets back to the hotel they're staying at he realizes that betty gates her brother and his car were gone <gasps> turns out gaskins had been duped and gates was not her brother but her husband <gasps> he and betty had basically talked gaskins into helping them mm brave not knowing they were a married couple so when he got him out of jail and they stole his car the police arrived before gaskins could get out of there and they realized he was an escaped convict because remember he had Uh escaped prison yeah oh i also wanted to mention that the brother quote unquote the Mm -hmm. husband right um had escaped from prison with the aid of a razor blade tucked inside a carton of cigarettes i don't know how that happened or what what he did but hmm, very macgyver yeah yeah the only the subtlest like smallest tools like heat maybe heat the razor blade with a cigarette maybe just held a razor at everyone said let me go (laughs) want a pack of cigarettes yeah i don't don't know want to smoke um so gaskins is caught and he is put back in prison but he only gets an additional nine months for the escape and for knifing a fellow prisoner Mm, knifing that's nice yeah so he gets nine months they're like bad boy tisk 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 um in august of 1961 he's released again and he returns to south carolina his home state he's unable to stay out of trouble and begins burglarizing homes again he avoids re- arrest get this by working with a traveling minister okay you're just talking about <laughs> clowns and ministers what do you think i'm supposed to assume here uh, oh i didn't even think of that either what is wrong with you <laughs> i don't know but yeah so this traveling minister would basically go preaching from town to town and gaskins was his driver and assistant weird yeah of really, all people like really weird exactly just so backwards just a man of god right he, he was spent his time in between slaughtering people uh, preaching right. the word of god i guess um and this was easy for him to travel from town to town while burglarizing homes but not being able to be traced because they would mm. cross state lines and things like that got it um, in 1962, Gaskins is arrested for statutory rape of a 12-year-old girl, but he escapes to North Carolina in a stolen car. Once in North Carolina, he meets a 17-year-old girl whom he marries, She, which is, I think, the fourth, no, third marriage. Yeah, and how old is she? 17. Oh, my God. Okay. But I think that's legal. No, it's legal. It's just yeah. like a lot of it's young... Just, he's into the... Yeah, yeah. It's messed up overall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she eventually turns him into the police for statutory rape, and I don't think that's of her i don't know it might be of her but i think it was of another girl okay not positive 
I think she finds out that he raped another girl. Got it. And he received six years in Columbia Penitentiary. In November of 1968, he's paroled, and this is when he makes a vow to never return to prison again. Okay. All right, guy. He made a vow. <laughs> Whatever. Throughout uh, Gaskin's life, so he described these feelings that forced him into criminal activity, which he referred to as, quote, them aggravated and bothersome feelings. Oh, yeah. Can you Those. Say, can you say that in a southern accent for me? No. Why? I don't have a southern accent. Me neither. Why do I gotta say it? Well, you make—I don't know—you'd make me do a German accent. For That's example. true. Okay. If fine. you say it in—if you say it in a, in German, I'll say it in a southern no. accent. <laughs> nope. Why not? <laughs> Um, tit for tat man no, that's not the same <laughs> them aggravated and bothersome feeling them aggravated and bothersome feelings yeah feelings feelings yeah yeah you know really talented. them aggravated and bothersome feelings i don't know now vote now vote. <laughs> it's the winner in september 1969 he apparently found relief from these feelings and this is how he expressed that he found relief he picked up a female hitchhiker in north carolina uh, oh boy yeah she laughed at him when he sexually propositioned her <gasps> so he beat her until she was unconscious raped and sodomized her then weighed her body down and threw her into a swamp so she would drown oh my god very very oh very, my god very very fucked up i could tell in your facial expression it was not gonna be i good. went like gray yeah you're like oh okay here we go so that is apparently how he described keeping his feeling his aggravated and bothersome feelings in check is by doing that kind of thing he said that's the oh that's only... how he keeps it in check yes that's okay. the only From, thing like, rape and murder no so like he would get these aggravated feelings and they would only go away if he raped and murdered and oh people. i thought i thought he was saying like oh i'm raping and murdering people so i don't rape and murder people oh no, 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 no it's no. like hmm. the bothersome feelings would annoy him or get in his brain got until it, got he it. murders someone it's like that he had, oh like, i know what you're saying i drive saying. to kill that wouldn't yeah, go yeah. away yeah great well, I mean, neither case was good. I was going to say, it's all bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no matter what, whoever's right here, right, no right, one's right. really right. <laughs> no, nobody's right, for sure. Um, so Gaspin, Gaskin's preferred female victims, clearly, but that didn't stop him from doing the same to men, boys, girls, Just anybody anyone. in between, anyone who wow. got in his way. By 1975, he had allegedly found 80 boys and girls along the highways in <gasps> North Carolina and killed them. But he considered these highway murders weekend recreation. Um, he didn't consider them serious murders because only killing his personal acquaintances was considered a serious murder. Cause like he might have actual like feelings th at stake. Yeah. It was like, Oh, I know this person. They're familiar to me. Yeah. But, it's not but brutal if I don't care about them. Yeah. But strangers were just weekend recreation. Jesus. Which is like, no, that's called going to the pool. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> it's called not talking to people at all. Yeah. It's called staying inside and closing the blinds yeah. <laughs> and telling everyone you're really busy. <laughs> Um, so some of the serious murders, his quote unquote serious murders that he, uh, admitted were very serious mm -hmm. were that of his 15 year old niece and her friend. What? They were on the way to the bar or he picked them up from the bar cause they needed a ride and he lured them off to an abandoned house where he beat, raped and drowned them. Oh my God. So, I don't know why I'm surprised uh, no, at this but point. Because everything is just, I'm just like, just it can't get worse. Terrible. But yeah. you're also only halfway through. I know, but it just doesn't stop. So, although Gaskins had a reputation for being explosive, um, people in the town just thought he was mentally disturbed. They were like, meh, he's just a big disturbed he's guy. He's a funny guy. He's like a weird guy. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people tried to avoid being around him, but some people actually considered him a friend. One of those people, it's going to get worse, just heads yeah, up. Yeah, whoever is like emotionally at all interested in having a relationship with him is fucked. 
yeah it's not good yeah he gets rid of everyone in his way one of the people or even in his sight like it doesn't even matter what they do to him one of the people who considered gaskins a friend was named dorian dempsey and And she she dies how hold on it's worse oh god she was a mother of a two-year-old baby girl and was pregnant with her second child was leaving town decided to get a ride to the bus station from her old friend peewee gaskins gaskins takes her to a wooded area where he rapes and kills her and her two-year-old god damn it christine and then buries both their bodies um yeah it's not good in 1973 gaskins purchases an old hearse which is something andy mentioned in the email like this like this freak even drove around like a hearse so this is wild shout out to you andy (laughs) Uh, you knew your stuff he did in 1973 gaskins purchased an old hearse telling people at his favorite bar that he needed the vehicle to haul all the people he killed to his private cemetery oh and he said ha ha what a good joke ha 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 there was a sticker on the back of the hearse that read i haul dead bodies <laughs> wow so he's really just like throwing this <laughs> out into the like world putting this in everyone's face he's like truly hiding him yeah was it hiding in blind sight hiding plain. in plain sight yeah blind sight so no sight at all blind sight maybe okay plain know. sight trying to give you the benefit of the doubt thank yeah. you uh plain sight this was in at this point prospect south carolina which i don't know where that is Mm-mm. sounds like a very southern town prospect south carolina where he was living with his wife and child by the way so at this point oh he has he a has, wife and child now yes he has uh, uh his he wife had kids with the 17 year olds yes yes so um he had again he had like this reputation for having a temper but what did people didn't think he was actually dangerous don't ask me why so when he was 42 he was now a grandfather so his daughter had had children at this point and are they his i don't know i don't okay. think so I didn't know if that was the new twist. That I'm not sure. I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Who it's knows? all bad. Who knows? Um, when he's fo- so he's 42. He's a grandfather. Oh, I don't know if he has a yeah. He had a daughter. Gaskins is hired as a hitman. Mm. Uh, a woman named Suzanne Kipper paid him fifteen hundred dollars to kill her ex boyfriend Silas Yates. So basically, on November okay on February twelfth, nineteen seventy five, Diane Neely. So okay, hold on. Let me wrap my head around this. So this is at this point, Gaskins has been doing everything up to now by himself, all the murders. Mm-hmm. And now he enlists other people to help him carry out some of the crimes. He, this man is bold as hell. Yeah, he, he is just he like just gives up. He's like, he's like, I know no one's on going to do anything. Somehow exactly. no one's catching me. He's like so confident. It's like those killers that get like so overconfident because no one's. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so John Powell and John Owens handed handled the communication between Gaskins and Kipper who was the woman who's hired him to kill her ex-boyfriend, Silas. On February 12th, 1975, a woman named Diane Neely lured Silas Yates out of the house by claiming to have car trouble. Then Gaskins kidnapped and murdered Yates while Powell and Owens watched. (gasps) It's debated whether they helped or whether they just stood there and watched. It's not. No matter what, it's not good. It's not known. And all three helped bury him. Diane Neely and her boyfriend, who had helped with the murder... I mean, mm-hmm. with the with the plan, the mm-hmm. hitman plan. Gotcha. Uh, decided to blackmail Gaskins, so they asked for five thousand dollars, or they would go to the police. What year is this? Um, seventy seventy five. Okay, it's, I was gonna say five thousand dollars isn't like the worst blackmail you could. Yeah, but he also got paid fifteen hundred dollars to kill this guy. So like that's insanely small amount of money in my mind. Yeah, I don't but, know what it was like in seventy five. I feel like it's not like it was a million dollars to murder someone, <laughs> but I mean at the same time, it's like. 
he's just murdering people anyway so right probably, i guess he's he like doesn't. i'll just take some chump change while i'm at yeah, it he's like i don't do it for the money but i guess <laughs> it's a passion project apparently totally so then they were fucking stupid enough to ask for five thousand when probably he didn't have more than i mean he it's not like he was a rich guy like right he had just gotten 1500 to kill this guy and then now they're like we need five thousand dollars in hush money so obviously he just kills both of them right he's like, like okay no, nice try he's like okay you, you know i'm going to kill and not even You've think twice about it so people. why would you confront me on anything yeah and uh, yeah so basically he arranged to pay them off and then just murdered both of them um and then around the same time gaskins was also torturing and killing killing other people he knew including this is really bad kim gelkins was a 13 year old who was actually the student of um gaskins wife who was a teacher mm. so his wife was a teacher and this girl kim um her mother had died and she was described as a like lonely sad child and she like looked up to her teacher a lot oh my god and um then her teacher's husband uh kills her propositioned her and she rejected him so he murdered her um jesus meanwhile two locals robbed gaskin's repair shop because they clearly didn't know who they were messing with and he killed and buried both of them of course he did with the help of other locals in his what is this like a like parks and rec or something <laughs> it's cemetery everyone's just like okay let's ship in this time yeah it's this walter neely guy whose wife was the one who lured the other guy out of the house his mm. walter neely he's kind of like picked up as like his wingman got it um his right hand man so he calls on walter neely to help him bury the two bodies in his private cemetery and he can't help himself while walter neely is helping him gaskins shows him where he buried the other bodies he's like showing off basically like look at my extensive private cemetery look at my resume of bodies uh-huh jesus uh-huh after the disappearance of kim the 13 year old girl authorities began getting suspicious of gaskins they searched his apartment and found clothing of gelk of kim kim gelkins wow. um so gaskins was indicted for quote this is what he got fucking in trouble for contributing to the delinquency of a minor like are you kidding me <sighs> I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't either. This is because they, wild. by the way, believed she had run away. Of course. Oh, this is bananas. Yeah. So Neely, Walter Neely, who had just seen the private cemetery, cracked under pressure while being interviewed. Okay, good. By the cops and showed the police Gaskin's private cemetery. Thank God. In the cemetery, they found the bodies of the following. Some of these names, I don't, they're just randos. Yeah. Okay. Sellers, Judy, Howard, Diane Neely, Johnny Knight, Dennis Bellamy, Doreen Dempsey, and her child. So at least six people. On April 27th, 1976, Gaskins and Walter Neely were charged with eight counts of murder. On May... Sorry. <laughs> on a May. <laughs> on May. During... Goodbye. Taurus. <laughs> During the sign of the Taurus. <laughs> on the sun sign. <laughs> on May 24th, 1976, a jury convicted Gaskins of the murder of Dennis Bellamy, and he was sentenced to death. So, mm -hmm. in attempt to avoid additional death sentences, he later confessed to seven more murders. So, okay. it was eight total. In November of 1976, the Supreme Court ruled that the death penalty was unconstitutional, so they oh. converted his death sentence to life with seven consecutive life sentences. Okay. In 1978, two years later, the death penalty was restored. Uh, which What a teeter-totter we're on. I know. Come on, South Carolina. Oh, or is this South Carolina or is this just in general? I oh, last I heard we were in Prospect. Oh, right. Pro <laughs> this all began in Prospect. Just the most southern town I've ever heard of. 
So, so at this point, his death sentence had been converted to life already. So when the death penalty was restored, they don't like reactivate it. They just like keep whatever you have. But Gaskins was caught and found guilty for being paid to murder a fellow prisoner named Rudolf Tyner. And what he did was he basically strapped or like installed explosives in a radio. What? And like when the guy picked up the thing to put next to his ear, whatever, it like exploded (gasps) and killed him. Oh my God. And he basically said, uh, the last thing he heard was me laughing. (gasps) <gasps> and then that gave him the nickname meanest man in america and i'm like that gave him the nickname meanest man in america that's when, when you get the nickname jigsaw or something yeah, like, yeah. that's but just like horrible. he's been brutally raping little girls but okay i guess now he's he's officially the meanest man in america now oh my god but yeah so that was kind of the line that got him that moniker um so that got him the death penalty again um he began so he did not want to go to the electric chair so he began confessing to other murders if his confessions were true, then he would be the worst killer in South Carolina's history. Wow. But basically, it's unclear whether he was just trying to get out of right. the death penalty by, like, admitting to murders. Because right. there was never... But for all we know, he just, like, had a menu of people he could just keep naming yeah. off at every time. But they never... He wasn't able to tell them where their bodies were or anything like that. So right. they okay. think he was exaggerating. Um, but it's unclear. He admitted to the murder of uh, one woman, but prosecutors had already charged and sentenced another guy to life in prison for that murder. So his confession was rejected. Um, and then over the last months of his life, Gaskins uh, hooked up with this author named Wilton Earl and started to write a book uh, under not his name because it's not legal mm-hmm. uh, called Final Truth. It was published in 1993 and it discussed the murders and the, quote, bothersome feelings that Gaskins felt throughout his life. He claimed to have killed over 100 people. Although he never showed authorities any actual proof or provided information on where bodies were located. Uh, And he described his horrible childhood and, like, the pain and suffering he went through, the beatings, etc. But they talked to people who were in his family or his neighbors or classmates, and they say it's absolute horseshit. He was never beaten as a child. Really? Um, He was given love and attention. He was often the favorite of his mother. So it's very unclear whether, I mean, he was clearly a psychopath like it was unclear whether he was just trying to build his persona as being like this he could have just made up everything soul for yeah. the sake of just having the ego or yeah. having people pity him or and whatever psychologist said he was a pathological liar so it's like you can't really trust anything he says right a lot of it is about like building this murderous image and um one thing they talked about in the, the podcast i listened to too was that it sounds like he had a napoleon complex like he's five foot four has been called peewee mm-hmm. his whole life and now he's like i killed over a hundred people like i want to be right. remembered as a murderer rather than like like the toughest guy in town guy. or yeah, something exactly and so he was literally murdering people for any like just to get like for sport in jail yeah. yeah so and also how many people he killed is an area of debate because he obviously couldn't prove anything and a lot of people especially those who knew him believed he did not want to be known in history as a tiny man but rather as a prolific killer so on the day of his execution um he did not go out without a fight he cut his wrists and the inside of his elbows in an attempt to avoid the electric chair and what he did was he had lodged the razor in his throat oh my god and then regurgitated it oh my god like he had hidden it in his throat so, so it would like slice him from the inside out or something no no like, no. Slice his throat? no 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 so that they couldn't find it like he swallowed it and kept oh. it there and then regurgitated it and then cut his wrist with it oh my god i thought you meant like was intentionally throwing it up to swallow it to throw oh. it up to swallow it so he's like cutting <laughs> it's a really slow way to die <laughs> i don't know this guy's kind of fucking sick no, so yeah I, no you're right i was it, like that's at least original I mean, it's very dangerous but yeah. yeah no i think he just swallowed it to like 
lodge he lodged in his throat i gotcha and then he like i think i was just like like on the edge of my seat waiting for something sick so i just like presented it that way in my head no 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 and it is sick either way but so then he like regurgitated it and then tried to kill himself but oh my god they stitched him back up and put him in the chair as scheduled so like he literally just brutally cut his own wrist and they just stitched him up and stuck him in the electric chair okay there you go like nice try buddy um his final words were quote i'll let my lawyers talk for me i'm ready to go so Donald Henry Peewee Gaskins was pronounced dead by electrocution on September 6, 1991. One of his final wishes was to be cremated and his remains given to his daughter to Ugh. avoid, quote, Satan worshippers and black magic practicers who want my corpse. Oh, my He's God. He's so full of himself. Jeez. And also, I hope that daughter was like, no, thanks. Well, the sad thing about his daughter, too, was that apparently he told her every brutal thing. Like when it came to the woman and the daughter, he's like, he told her. I couldn't help but rape the small <gasps> child too. Like he told his daughter all of this and like confess everything. Where to his is daughter. his daughter now? Is I she don't know. okay? I don't know. Just really like how fucked up is that? It's just beyond me. Um, his daughter received his cremated remains and scattered them in a local swamp, which I'm like, does that, is that bad or good? I don't know. I don't know if <laughs> is that's that bad like or good. a South Carolina tradition. I'm not sure. It sounds bad. I hope. I kind of hope it's a fuck you I to hope him. it wasn't a scatter. I hope it was more like a throw the whole thing in the swamp, but who knows. I would just throw it in a swamp for like an alligator to eat it or something. I would like, have specifically given it to a Satan worshiper and yeah. been like, here. Go for it. Practice on this <laughs> Whatever corpse. he didn't want. Let's yes. do that to him. I need to find some black magic practice. That'd be a cool uh, Craigslist ad. Oh, okay, my Seeking God. Seeking Satan worshippers. Oh my gosh, wow. Anyway, that's the story of uh, Donald Henry Peewee Gaskins. Okay, well, thank you, Andy, for that. Thank you, and thanks to everyone who suggested it. Um, I'm not ignoring you. This has been on the list for a while, and I appreciate all of your input. Wow. Okay. Um, Do we have a horoscope? Oh, shit. I'll find one. Okay, thank you. I'll find it this time. And we'll do an EvaScope, too. Okay, good. Okay, so we paused the recording for a brief moment, and Eva came up with a brilliant idea. It was sort of an amalgamated idea, but... Eva pointed out that since so she's we do an Eva scope now she's a Pisces and she mentioned that Donald Henry Peewee Gaskins was a Pisces and then I was like why don't we just do a horoscope for each person we cover every week and then M was like horror scope yeah so it was just like quite a beautiful trio of a geo trio if uh, you will a geo trio as we like to call it as, um the uh, as what they call us around christine's house <laughs> that's what em and even i call it to ourselves <laughs> um so i have a horoscope here that is for both peewee and eva but mostly i feel like it mo- i don't know we'll see if it applies to you and junie too but i thought this was a good match for peewee okay ready mm-hmm. today you wake up feeling reinvigorated and renewed pisces you feel as though you can accomplish anything Oh, boy. And very likely, you can. Anything you set your mind and attention to works out beautifully. Take care that you don't gloat too much. Eva. Pee-wee. Pee-wee. <laughs> Just because you feel invincible doesn't mean that you are. Watch Wild. out. Yeah. Just like, what a creepy thing. Don't be too invincible. You're not. You can't escape the electric chair. Ready for Geo's? Yeah. It's... I'm very excited for Geo this week. Okay. Romantically, Scorpio, things are taking a new direction and there is some momentum billing. This building. is why I'd never read the romantic ones. Okay. I just typed in today's horoscope for Scorpio and this oh, is what came up. Okay. Your charm has established a strong foothold in someone's <laughs> mind. Me! 
You have made quite an impression, and it may be time to strike while the iron is hot. Oh, for God's sake. If a new romance is not on your current to-do list, then channel your charms in another context. It's totally appropriate to share your wit in the workplace. Oh, baby Gio. Oh, so witty. In fact, you'll find that a well-timed joke can make some powerful people want to be around you. <laughs> so powerful. Who doesn't want to be around him, regardless of what he says? Oh, I love him so, so much. Witty He's so witty and funny. Good. He's so and- a a cutie full of charms. We're so powerful. It all makes sense. I know. <laughs> all right, Eva, don't get your head so big. Uh, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> um, do you do you want to try it this time? Hmm. No. Yeah. No, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to find us, here, can you at least drum roll me in? If you want to find us, you can find us at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon at ATWWD Podcast. Please donate. Please, please, please donate. Um, you can find our website, and that's why we drink.com. You can find our store, and that's why we drink.bigcartel.com. You can find our email at, and that's why we drink at gmail.com. And you can send us your own personal paranormal and true crime stories where we put out a new listener's story episode every first of the month. You can also send us uh, fan mail. We always like opening things, and we also like recording them. And that's why we put out a fan mail video every month as well. You can send your goodies to, let's see if I can do it right uh i already forgot I believe the, in you. 1920 hillhurst avenue number 265 los angeles california 90027 wham bam i think that's all you yeah check out our tour schedule um we're adding a lot of cities uh in between episodes so that gets updated pretty regularly if you follow us on social media um you'll see those too we post pretty much every time we add a new show we post there so keep up to date and come see us live and that's why we drink boom buckets want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com meet treadwell your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle get your best match in one minute or less with treadwell by discount tire